Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter. If you missed last week's episode, you will want to take a listen because we talked about experiencing something for the first time or taking action on something new. And I introduced a new strategy called the First Time Endeavor or FTE. So go check it out. This week, we're going to dive into a parable and I'm excited to get to it. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone. I'm excited to be back with you today. And I'm going to confess something right now. I am actually continuing the recording that I did from my last episode, because there was another thing I wanted to talk about, but it was already so long. Um, And I'm trying to keep these episodes to, you know, anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes, and trying to really honor that time and your time as you listen to this. So I decided to record this because I was already recording and my kids were set up watching a movie. So I wanted to take advantage of the time that I had to see if maybe I could get this other recording in because I wanted to talk about this and just didn't have an opportunity. There are a lot of things going on in the world right now and things that we're experiencing as a first time. And this is where we get to put into practice some of the things that we've learned in our own life and learn and expand in new ways that we may not have been familiar with. Well, as I have been doing my own personal studies and um, really trying to connect with my source of light and truth, which is a loving Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, I have pondered and thought a lot about and had actually had a discussion with my children um, a week ago, Sunday, this last Sunday. So by the time you hear this recording, it would have been two Sundays ago. But I talked about this with my children on Sunday, and it's about the wise man and the foolish man that we learn is a parable that Jesus taught in the New Testament. If you have your Bible, awesome. If you want to check it out and read it for yourself and see what impressions and thoughts that come to your mind, do so. Share with your children, whatever you think is best here. But I just wanted to point out some things that were really meaningful to my family. This is found in Matthew chapter 7, and I'm going to just read verses 24 to 27 to you right now. It says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. 
And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. So here's this parable that Jesus is teaching in the New Testament, that he's teaching the people that are listening to this parable. And I had asked my children in this these verses, what does the house represent? And all of them had different thoughts. It was the gospel. It was Jesus's teachings that this was what the house is, that we needed to be in the house. And what was shared with them that my husband so beautifully pointed out was that the house truly represents you. You are the house. It is your physical body that is housing that spiritual being within you. You are the house. And the question you had to ask yourself is where are you building your house? Are you building it upon the rock like the wise man or upon the sand like the foolish man? Here we are in the midst of, you know, there were earthquakes that were felt in, in Utah. I have family there. So that's my point of reference right now. But there were earthquakes going on in the midst of this global pandemic and social distancing and feeling isolated. You know, here are all of these storms, these winds, these tribulations, these things that we're experiencing in our life. And those who have their house, who are the individual who are rooted or firmly grounded within understanding what's going on and having the faith who have prepared themselves to really be immovable and unshakable during this time, aren't experiencing as much worry or fear or concern because they are prepared for such a time. And there's others that may be upon the sand, you know, referencing that foolish man where when the storms came about and were brought upon them, the house fell down. It wasn't solid ground. This is where, you know, I look at the grocery stores where there's bare shelves. Things are out of stock immediately upon being restocked that stores have had to adjust their hours so that stocking is done when there's no customers because of this fear-driven actions that are going on. And it makes me wonder what foundation are we putting our house on? All of this certainty, faith, all of this resides within you. It's not external to you. It's within you. And when you are doing the work, when you are absorbing and learning and putting forth the effort to understand more, to better your faith, to make that channel for me, again, that is with my heavenly father and savior, make that channel stronger, then in these types of times, there's a lot less fear and concern because of the foundation in which I'm building my home, myself, my children, what we're talking about and teaching. And I think that this parable is just so beautifully stated for what's going on. And 
things happen for a reason and a purpose, and it serves us. That deep belief that I talked about in that last episode is for us to experience resistance so that we can expand and learn and become who we're meant to be. Some of this this resistance that's going going on across the globe, this pandemic is happening for us that might be awakening some of us, helping us see things where maybe we've fallen short in our understanding, in our preparation, in our faith. So while we are isolated, and I don't know if we'll still be isolated next week, I'm assuming so. I know my kids aren't going back to school until the 10th, so this episode should still be valid for this Uh, next release. But while we have this time of social isolation and distancing, it is a wonderful time to take advantage of working on your foundation, whatever that might look like for you, building more truth and light within you, more love. And as you do that, it is contagious with others. You will be able to influence those more in your life when you're showing up with more love, light, and compassion. The call to action for this week is take an assessment, an inventory of your life, where you are, what foundation you're building yourself upon so that when the next thing, the next thing that happens in your life, the next thing that comes into your pathway you have more confidence to have the ability to address it. Getting your house, which is you, better prepared to receive more light, truth, and inspiration. What does that channel look like for you? This life is about progress, not perfection. Awareness is the first step to becoming. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming enlightened. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.